Welcome back to the podcast, and this is the Dovecast again. Uh, this is the Vermont uh, trip. Had a bit of fun with that. Uh, had some delightful hosts, uh, Madeline uh, and Dan and Switch Me. Uh, all of uh, Vaz, uh, Vase, V-A-S-E, which is the uh, part of the whole Massachusetts experience thing, uh, Vermont thing, Vermont experience, etc. It's um, Vermont kink. And went up, did four classes, ended up uh, spending an extra two days um, staying at excellent host, my excellent host's uh, house, uh, Switch Me. He's a really fun guy, lots of good cooking. And uh, got basically hit by the, uh, was it, fifth largest snowstorm in Vermont's history, recorded history. So uh, it was supposed to be back. Sunday, didn't get back till, what was it, uh, Monday, Tuesday sometime. <laughs> and they do have very small planes that service um, that area of Vermont. I, I tweeted uh, that I was about to go flying on a, a large blue NJOY 11 with propellers, because that's kind of what it looked like. And it was a good adventure. Good people. Um some good classes, uh, did four classes, uh, very eager people, and uh, lots of fun was had by all. Uh, I'm going to just uh, move this over right to the uh, podcast without too much further ado. A um, couple of things I have to do mention that uh, <clears throat> we do have uh, rope camp coming up in August, so if you're uh, interested in a really, really great uh, rope event, and it will be the first one, uh, this is one look up, uh, ropecamp.com, which is online, has all the information you possibly need, and it's a camp event. So basically kinky, kinky rope camping. You're going to love it. Um, on another fun note, uh, this is, this is a little, uh, this podcast is a little delayed. I just got back from, uh, bound in Boston and <clears throat> right before that I was in, uh, Utah. Uh, teaching uh, for a little group event thing out there. Uh, I've been kind of on the run this month. Uh, everyone decided they wanted wanted Dove someplace in March. Started in Vermont at the beginning of the uh, month, uh, Utah in the middle, and uh, Boston at the end. And boy, am I exhausted! <laughs> quite quite a quite a packed month in that sense uh went from two groups that are rather open and and very uh available to the public to the utah experience which is kind of an interesting blast blast from the past as my hosts very uh delightfully informed me if uh, when i was asking you know how do i advertise this i said well if anybody really needs to get in touch with us they know they know how to and unfortunately, that is kind of the state of the union. Um, New York, Boston, Philly, San Francisco, you know, Wisconsin. <clears throat> so it, since Gray does all the advertising for that, although it's he's not there anymore. Uh, Chicago. Uh, these, you know, these are areas that are very open. But there's a large part of our country that you can't really talk about what we do. You know, you don't advertise because you don't want to bring attention 
you know, it's unwanted, it can cause problems, and uh, you don't really want to be out. Although it was described to me that uh, Utah was interesting because uh, the Mormons essentially uh, ignore anything that's not Mormon. So there's a very large uh, gay, lesbian, you know, kink community there of one form or another, you know, rather underground. But at the same time, it's there, and there's drinking, and there's, you know, there's a strip joint and some other stuff. But essentially, it doesn't exist. Uh, You know, religious hypocrisies in that sense. And, you know, it's, yeah, is what it is. But anyway, uh, as we're going to move on, I'm going to move us right to the uh, to the Vermont podcast, uh, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, <clears throat> there is a certain amount of static in the recording. This was my phone going off. I have to keep remembering to turn it off, especially nowadays that I'm using a secondary recorder uh, due to interference, but it kind of adds to the fun. So anyway, the Vaz uh, podcast. Hope you enjoy. Hi, and uh, this is the Dovecast again. And uh, I just had to let the music play in the background. It was kind of funny. We've got sort of uh, lovely background music. Who's playing actually in the background? Switch me. Switch, Switch me. me. It's uh, our acoustic Sunday in Burlington, Vermont. <laughs> and uh, have your co- get out your morning cup of coffee as you as you wake up, Vermont, and uh, just sharpen roll, your blades. Sharpen your blades as you're going to have a good day with your kink and your bondage and all that fun stuff. <laughs> and. Uh, now go get your logs out, and we're just going to roll them around. I'm I'm interviewing right now Madeline and Dan. Uh, we just did. Uh, this is the VT Kink. Uh, the Ver- Vase Vermont Vase. Alternative Sexuality Education. Yeah. Uh, you can find us at vtkink at gmail dot com. Website soon coming on the same domain. Woo. And we hold monthly rack shops. Rack, as most of you perverts are aware, standing for risk aware consensual kink. We have workshops every month that give locals an affordable opportunity to learn and practice valuable bondage skills, valuable sadistic skills to take home and apply as you see fit. Really? So that's awesome. <laughs> that little part's going to get cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a large toot by Madeline Minskin. Um, <laughs> and that part we're not going to get. Um, but anyway, uh, that sounds awesome. It did a nice starting grip. It's actually one of the reasons I came up here. I just did four classes. Should have done three classes, but I was a little ambitious. Four classes. Four classes. And, you know, it's, You're a madman. I, oh, God, am I ever. Um, so, yes, our Saturday was quite full. Your sadism applies to yourself as well as to others. <laughs> He's that much of a sadist, yeah. people. So I have He's not been masochist. Told. He just likes to hurt so much. Oh God! Oh, yeah. So this doesn't make me a masochist, I guess. No. Yeah. No, I mean, this isn't a masochist. This is no, right, right. That's you say, different, different That's podcast. So different podcast. Act. You know, that is, and it's a really awesome podcast. I like, I like selling Axis Cast as often as I can because it's. He's, he's just a lot of fun, and he's also giving me a lot of help with this. So it's you know it's like yes, go go listen to the Masochist. It's awesome. You know, so. Right after you're done with the Dovecast. Yeah, right after you. <laughs> <laughs> Order of and, and if you really want to, you can go listen to that thing called the Ropecast with a, a that crazy guy, guy green dancer, slightly slightly off color guy, whatever. Because it's Beige not like dancer. you know that, that that great answer guy was just reading his blog like I do every week and seeing a wonderful <laughs> post about. Why pay for kink education? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that, uh, that's a big thing, actually. Yeah. Uh, kink Aca- uh, Princess Callie's Kink Academy yeah. has this great idea going of here's videos you can watch.
watch at your home whenever you mm-hmm. want and, and have real experienced and educated people demonstrating. And that, for mm-hmm. me, what's been different about Vaz's rack shops is, the, is who's teaching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, especially in Vermont, and I'm sure this is true across. Are you saying we're special? Yes, Vermont is very special, <laughs> as we've had we mud you. season yes. and hail and snow, <laughs> and we'll see if we're actually sending Dove back to New York today. Yeah, it's, it's actually <laughs> snowing outside, and we're we're wondering. I, I, I was it. I tweeted when I was coming up here that um, holy shit, they're sticking me on an, an Enjoy Eleven with with two propellers. So we'll see how Enjoys like the snow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I got like all these things. But um, I just did actually two uh, two videos for them. Well, actually, probably three videos I think at this point. Uh, and I've got to do, I'm going to be doing some more, a uh, lot more for them. And uh, it it is a, it's really fun. Gray's actually been editing them actually, which yeah, is his which new is thing. Nice. It's his new thing. Chief yes. Yeah, chief editor, chief editor, bottle. Well, he's not the bottle water should cook. That's that's <laughs> Cali, but. Um, she could probably get him to wash a few bottles. Oh, that you know something. I I see this as an NCSF fundraiser now. So, you know. um, but yeah, it, it's you know you, you know you're saying getting people up and you know the whole you know paying them thing, and it, it's not an issue of getting them paid, but just um, like I'm coming from New York and getting up here, uh, you know, flight, uh, you know, lodging, etc. I mean, I'm, you've got me at a you know. Um, um, switch me switch me's uh, house which is absolutely awesome and we've had having a lot of fun <laughs> and he's a really really great guy also a teacher in his own right yeah, also teach, yeah we actually uh, talked about dark odyssey classes. sacred sexuality mm-hmm. and we were using him for rock shops as well using yeah. our local talent as we well as important talent, talent always important but um you know you're talking about the issues of of doing workshops and the fact that you know you okay hotels cost mm-hmm. money yes. uh, uh advertising costs money mm-hmm. your time well you're not getting paid <laughs> Um, costs money because you know you've got to you know you've you've got to put in the time you've got to do you know all these things that you know are are important you know you've got to you've got to really do uh, a organization lot. takes Part time yeah if it's an enjoyable time. event you know that someone yeah. has put a lot of blood sweat and tears into Every making it that way exactly and then you never see it you know all the volunteers who helped out mm-hmm. on top of which oh absolutely we have a very supportive community here but it mm-hmm. is a it is that problem especially with economic issues of mm-hmm. balancing how much money can people put into what's basically their entertainment lifestyle right you know it's not paying the bills it's not keeping the roof over the heads not sending the kids to school it's it's their fun time yeah and how much do people People want to pay for that. Right. The thing that I've tried to focus on in the rack shop is seeing the difference between learning someone, learning a skill from someone who does it well versus learning a skill from someone who knows how to teach. Mm-hmm. I personally yeah. feel that there's a huge value. Just yeah. my own educational experiences, you know, the people who are really good teachers versus good at doing that thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's a huge, huge difference there in in, in that community skill sharing sure. versus intent of education. Yeah, yeah, and that's I'm really happy that things like Kink Academy do that locally. We have the rack shops going. Mm-hmm. We have the Kinky Con that happens in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's um, um, that's Courtney uh, Jane. Courtney Jane. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. helping organize that yeah. this year, and we're actually looking at making Kinky Con move around a little bit to sure. access more of New England. Yeah, I know. I'm not uh, presenting this year, but I, I'm actually trying to see if I can get up there. It's kind of one of those things. Like sometimes, also, you know, if you're getting me someplace, I have the onus to get there. Mm-hmm. But if I don't, it's sort of like, mm, okay, travel. How do I actually have to work this out? And you know, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of things I want to go to, and a lot of friends I want, you know I like going to places, but there's a point where you have I have this much life right and i don't have that much life. <laughs> yeah. well why aren't there extra weeks just for cake activities you only my only god do so much and you only do so much and, and 
Well, and that's why I think that there's a lot of value in small regional events. You know, the fetish flea was great, but the amount of money that that took each of us individually to get to that awesome mm -hmm. event was huge. What I'm trying to do for locals in the Vermont area is have something that they can do for 25 bucks on a weekend and, and really enjoy themselves and get a lot of value out of it and have something they can take home. Yeah. And really put to use. I mean, what's the point of learning all these fancy knots and fancy rope work or right. fancy wraps and twists if you're not actually going to have fun with it when you get home with your partners? I hope you guys don't want that recorded. Hi, former sound guy. How you doing in that? Yeah. I'm picking you up on mic. Oh, you don't have a screen? I have a screen, but it's on a, a medium gain and I'm getting you. It's actually pretty darn good. <laughs> Just letting you know. Do you want to be part of the podcast, sweetie pie? No, they're sneaking away into the other room. It's okay. So, anyway, you're, you're saying, sorry. Well, I think I said. I don't remember. Um, okay. Um, it's something you can learn at home, learn at the back shop, take home, and tie up your partners. Okay. Or yeah. do whatever. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it totally understands. It's that, you know, what, what's usable information versus somebody showing off in that sense. And, you know, I mean, it's like when we're doing, the, I did the bondage class and, you know, we had good, it, was a good crowd, it was a good crowd of people, actually. It was but, almost all newbies. There were most, yes. 90% yeah. of the people there mm -hmm. had barely, if ever, tied before. Yeah, because when we, you and I had originally talked about doing the class, it was very much, you know, we'd like something, you know, a little more, not 102, but a little more you know, full. And well, I, I, I always adapt my classes to whoever, you know, it's like, hi, this is the 102 class. And if everyone comes in who's not 102, you know, we adapt it and everything. But And again, that's what makes a teacher. Yeah, that makes a you teacher. You've been teaching yeah. for how many years, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, let's not get into the details. Let's not get into the You've details. been teaching for a few. Yeah, I've been teaching for a few years, yes. <laughs> I, I, I have some experience. Yes. And, and that yes. right there is why I was um, just floored by your generosity and being willing to come up to teach here in that... <laughs> In that there's um We're gonna pause for a second. We are recording and well uh that little break actually you you'll I'm probably not gonna edit part of that out. Um I just found out my flight out of Berlin. Beautiful, snowy, Berlin. Yeah, yeah. If I were skiing this would be a wonderful thing. I'm I not skiing. Yeah. Last time I was skiing I was about um 16 and I broke my no actually I was about 14 I broke my leg so no reason to let that stop you again yeah, that's what they all know. say so yeah so what we're gonna could go wrong yeah so in a few minutes we're actually gonna head out and go to the airport because according to Madeline the, the best way is not to call and reschedule but to show up and and uh, kibitz with the the lady at the counter so oh we'll technically I was actually gonna recommend you follow someone into the airport knock them over and take their ticket but <laughs> yeah you can, you can try talking to the people at the counter so basically, basically, we can say that the Enjoy Eleven airplane is being used, you know, probably by one of the stewardesses. So <laughs> the this Enjoy is, why is currently in the use. Enjoy is probably in use. Flight. You know, these snow gods have taken over the Enjoy Eleven and they've huh. taken the propellers. Maybe they like the propellers. I don't know. It's tingly that way. It's tingly. Yeah, a little extra sensation for your advanced players. Yeah, the last time I, every time I've gotten, I've gotten delayed or, or held up for an event was uh, it's snow. Uh, did the first crucible. Uh, blah blah blah. First Crucible uh, Rope Academy, and of course the snow came in the night of the that Sunday, and ended up staying over with uh, Mark B and his his significant other and uh, his Michelle at uh, um, <laughs> and they're a great kid actually um, for the next day. So yeah, it, it's like yeah whatever snow me and teaching. I just knew it was going to happen. It, it's all that horrible stuff. So uh, anyways. <laughs> So now I have a little more time, 
and oh, we yes. were so we were talking about you know you know actually we were talking about uh, Calais and also the, all the the you know making you know how much these things cost in that sense yes. getting things done and the teaching you're talking about teaching with the uh, you know uh, you know adapting for for the uh, the crowds and everything and you know it, it, it's um, you know, I'm, I I always like over preparing when I'm going places, mm-hmm. and it's one of the things that I always I I, I usually it's my own worst enemy because when I, I end up someplace to to actually teach, it's it's like oh my god, what am I doing? And like this class, you know, these people okay, these people are not ready for the 102 of and mm-hmm. it, I did at the end of the class. I said okay, everyone, let me give you something that you're actually going to use. Yep. Because right. you know we took them through one one uh, box tie. But we really needed to take them into the uh, single columns, single columns, single columns, double columns. I uh, showed a quick way to do some things, and then the the kind of a little fucked up way just to kind of have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Gave some information and stuff, and, and actually, you know, they they were really actually delightfully receptive. I mean, what I like about a lot of sometimes you get classes where people, you know, they've read a lot of things and they're like, well, well Joe Blow said blah 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 blah, you know, or I read it in in you know Gray's thing, and no no why did you and and. Uh, Actually, I got some really, when we were starting class, uh, one of the couples had uh, uh, Lee Harrington's book. Uh, yes. Actually, a rare edition of it. It was the one with the uh, spiral binding where you yeah. lay it out flat. I think they just got it at the flea because a bigger jam here. Jay was selling yeah. Dan's got one of those. Yeah. I I, actually, I, I think I need to get one of those for my for my library just to have it. Yeah, you know, I'm eager to get one as well. Yeah, I've got a really They're nice... still in print. You can order them from whatever company. Probably yeah. I, I, have, I, have a very, I have a very large... Uh, uh, kink book library of stuff. I'm shocked. Um, I, well, more than just I have a really good, actually, some pretty rare stuff. Well, so. actually, based on um, kink library, something that um, a woman that was at the event last night mentioned to me, um, she's getting rid of a lot of kink books and erotica. She's just got too much. So I think Valens is, is going to try to start a uh, lending oh. library. I think it's mostly erotica. She was saying. Okay. Well, erotica is well, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the, yeah. the idea of uh, just having that local resource where you can yes. go. These aren't books you're not going to check out of the library. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe, or maybe, maybe you will. You, know, you never know. Yeah. But, you know, have that idea of within a local group, being sure. able to go and borrow a book for a month and bring it back at sure. the next month's event. So I think yeah. we're going to try that, too. Yeah, a number of groups have done that. Uh, Tess used to have a lending library oh, in New York. Oh, and did that work out for them? Um, yeah, sorry. It did and did. It, it, the biggest problem with it was uh, having somebody who would actually follow through on mm-hmm. it and do it. Okay. And eventually the, the library actually got broken up. I actually ended up with some of those books, actually. Oh, um, but... It was, uh, I believe, I forget exactly who started. I know Lenny, Leonard was doing that at one point, and then um, it just, you know, it was one of those things where, unless you have the volunteer to follow through, and this, this is something actually that um, I was talking to somebody about um, my tenure when I was on the, I was a test board member and also the uh, uh, second webmaster from 94 to 2003, something like 2005, somewhere around there. And uh, one of the things that I, I used to joke about was my job was getting, you know, telling people no. Mm-hmm. Because you'd be, oh, we need to do this, this, and this, and I was like, well, okay, here, here's my structures, my rules. Can you support this up to, you know, f- who's going to support this five years after this? You know, if mm-hmm. I go tomorrow, will somebody else be able to take it over? Do you have a follow through? Do you have a backup? You know, and if you cannot meet these criterias, why should I do this? Because there's, you know, I, I love the idea; it's a great idea. But you're asking me to add an extra, you know, 200 hours to my already non-existent 200, you know, 16,000 hours that I'm already doing. And it's not my idea. And <laughs> um, while it's a great idea, you are obviously volunteering all your time to do this, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think you hit upon a brilliant point here of replaceability. Yeah. It's, it's a key concept yes. when you're looking at business succession yes. if you're a single business owner. But I think King Groups can really take a page from that on... If there is one person in your organization who is irreplaceable, that organization is not sustainable. 
Mm. I, I, I'll, I'll argue that point based on what kind of organization it is, but for the most well, part, I, I think it's yeah. something people look at. Yeah. As Dan and I started base, I, I honestly don't know how we would have done this pre-Google Docs. Sure. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the fact been, that you know we can it we can been keep paying. We would have been emailing sure. back and forth. Uh, I, I mean, uh, just the for the organization side for, mm-hmm. for any sure, event sure, 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 for, sure. for starting event any project. The organization is huge. Yeah. And and what I've tried to do with this is not is actually not be irreplaceable. I've mm-hmm. tried to delegate sure. a lot. Um, having someone who is extremely anal retentive mm-hmm. is amazing. Sure. Um, Dan's organization with details, as mm-hmm. you said, with the lending line. I don't know who you're talking about. Any, <laughs> Who's any Dan kind, who? <laughs> yeah. Any kind of person who is willing sure. to pay attention to the details, I find, has made starting a group mm-hmm. much easier than I sure. expected in some ways. I'll, I'll just add one thing to that. Is that, well, yes, everyone should be replaceable. You need to make sure that the people who are momentarily indispensable are well taken care of. Uh, oh, te- oh, yes. <laughs> Tess did a lot of problems with that. We, we, uh, at one point, we lost the guy who was actually putting together Prometheus, Prometheus mm-hmm. uh, Michael the Artist, actually. And this was, you know, so, yes, it's old Tess politics, but you know, without any access to grind, it was just that um, here's the guy who um, took the magazine, gave it an incredibly professional look, because he was a professional mm-hmm. you know, artist. And at the time that we were running into, running into a lot of fights at that point, uh, with people trying to control things, uh, he basically was bored with it because, you know, he, he created the templates. He could just slot, you know, this month's in it. It literally took him maybe, you know, a, you know, a couple hours of, of non-time to, 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 to turn out an issue at that point because he just had that slotted in. But he's the professional doing it. And you had a number of people whose attitude was, well, but we're in charge. And the reality is when you're putting, especially when you're putting together, like, this is an example, you're putting together a magazine like that for an organization, um, the only people who are really actually important are the layout artist and the editors. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is basically their batch. And <laughs> if you're waving your dick around as this one individual was, I'm the head of, I'm the head of Prometheus and I'm, uh, you know, you have to do what I tell you to do because I deliver the magazine. Well, you deliver the magazine to a magazine stand. You're a fucking delivery boy. Yeah. The person who puts out the magazine is the person who's asked you should be kissing and making sure you pay for their lunch. You know, and if you're giving them even an iota of trouble, you're the guy who needs to be fired. And and unfortunately, you see that in a lot of groups where you know you get that like you said, the anal retentive person who's perfect, and then everyone gives because they have advice and they drive that person batshit. Well, I didn't see the anal retentive person should be a leader. <laughs> well, I didn't, I, well, it's not an issue, it's not an issue of leader, but it's... It, they're great gophers, but it's not an issue of leader. It's just that issue of understanding that somebody is putting that time in. And, you know, you, you're giving some of that job, and I've always had the, the attitude of, yes, you're doing production, you don't want things, but you have to give, let people have the chance to fail. And if you don't let people either learn or grow or do the things they've decided they need to do, you end up usually, you know, you do production. And mm-hmm. one of the big things with production is no matter, you know, 1,000% preparation. Mm-hmm. And when you hit the ground, not one iota of it matters. Whatever whatever comes out of the end is what matters, not what you did in the first place. And you have a lot of people who go like, oh my God, we have to do all this up front. Uh, and then when it hits the ground, they're free. Oh, we're dead. And you're just like, no, no. It's how did we make that change now? Yes. The thing we decided on six months ago does not matter because it's you know, in the moment. It's in the moment. You you are in the moment, and a lot of people don't understand that. It's it's, it's interesting watching a lot of groups almost self destruct their mm-hmm. own process because they don't have trust in their own process. They don't have trust in their own people. They hit the ground running, and there's always some guy who suddenly goes, "I'm the dictator," because we have to fix this. And you're like, dude, there's a problem on the internet. Go find that. <laughs> 
but anyway, yeah, so. No, no, and I think my point about having, you know, someone who's anal retentive was, was recognizing what different skill sets yes. contribute to the functionality. You know, myself knowing it, I'm a good people person. I love connecting. I love doing a lot of the presenter interaction. Right. And, and having Dan be the guy who's, every time an email comes in, filing mm. it, appropriating, putting the, the slots in the spreadsheet, counting the dollars and cents. It's that kind of idea of, of making sure you've got a lot of skill sets in an organization and everyone's respecting everyone else's <laughs> contributions. You know, not a single day goes by where I'm not saying thank you to someone else right. who's helping make something happen. So, so Dan, how does it feel of being a voice-activated uh, mailbox, basically? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> voice-activated mailbox. <laughs> I, I was making a joke about, eh, never mind, anyway. You listen to you. You hear the joke when you listen to the podcast, and you go like, "What the? Fuck? Okay, yeah, yeah no, it'll make no <laughs> sense then, uh, as it has made now. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe we go like, "What that fucking bastard? Like, I bought him a drink, you motherfucking. Uh, so I, I owe him a drink when he comes to New York, definitely. <laughs> well, and I think another side of that is you just said in, in buying people drinks mm-hmm. is I've tried to start Vase being very instructor centric. I like Ooh. to ask people. What do they want to teach? Because mm-hmm. I think teachers are at their best when they're teaching something that they, they love. Actually like. um, right. I, I actually run it as a combination of what do the people who are in my organization want to learn. Mm-hmm. I usually put out class lists and let them vote on it, basically. Right. What do you guys want to see? And, um, and then I ask the instructor, gosh, what do you want? What kind of setup? Sure. What kind of time frame in the day? You know, when do you like your meal breaks between your classes? Mm-hmm. Do you like soy milk or cow's milk? <laughs> that actually, actually, I was very glad when you asked me Are you me allergic that, really to guests? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, when we, we needed that with the cats, I was like, yeah, this is a little, you're like, we have a replacement. It's okay. That's right. Yeah. We have cat free housing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, as I, I'm always amazed because I am allergic to cats and, and I do have a, a So many issue. really cool kink teachers and riggers are allergic to cats. FYI. That's interesting. And, and yet so many people in, the, in kink have freaking cats. I <laughs> Yeah. Which makes no sense. Who is allergic to cats besides a besides person? No, no, um, I'm sure there's somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I know this. If you get Loki, Loki's not. I know that he has cats. There you but, go. Yeah, Loki's safe. We can get he's him. He's got really cute cats, but you know, only Loki can do classes. Um, yeah, it, it, it is funny in that way. I mean, it, it's it is asking the other person the little the little things. I mean, uh, I know for play parties, I'm always stunned by people when they. Um, they get the one person to put out all the food, and it's like tons of cheese. You know, it's either uh, tons of uh, candy. sweet candy, yeah. there's or, or tons of protein. You know, <laughs> and there's no balance to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one one group uh, that I went to. They, they they lamented it, but they like the lady who does the cooking, so they don't bitch to her about it. Mm-hmm. But um, all she does is lasagna, <laughs> and she's diabetic, so tons of sugar. So you're playing all night, and well, you know, I can't do the cheese, and lasagna is okay, decent, it's good, it's heavy food, but mm-hmm. outside of that, you know, once you have, and then you're having a diabetic high from the sugar, and, <laughs> and you're trying to play. And, I was going to say, you know, I have a little breath play into that, that could be fun. Mm, <laughs> yes, no, yeah, I could do, but I could do without it. And uh, I presented it at this place a couple of times, and I mean, I love the people, but they're, you know, I'm like sort of like, uh, where's the local McDonald's, please? <laughs> can I get a fruit stand? You know, it's right. like, you know, you're getting some some things like that. At, at, one of the local groups is the food can often be very one-sided. Yeah, yeah actually, not always. Yeah, but again, it's a balance, you know, putting oh, out sure. sex. <clears throat> sure, and and it's also it's also. You know, how much you can accommodate. I know uh, another friend of mine who I haven't talked to in a while uh, has a nut allergy. And mm-hmm. she, she, can be a, she can be a bit of a ha-ha, you know, a bit of a, 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 a poker about things. Because it's a nut, you know, she could die, you know, it's not a good thing. Oh, yeah, you know, just be casual about that. Yeah, just be casual about that. But it, it's more the fact that, uh, unfortunately, you know, you, you, you get a lot of people who are like, oh, you, oh, that girl, that little crazy lady with the, the, the nut allergy. You know? 
Unfortunately, you know, if you're, if you're serving food, you know, there's a reason why restaurants, when you go, hey, I have an allergy, you know, they go out of their way, hopefully, yes. to, to do yeah. it because they don't want a freaking lawsuit. And right. it doesn't, oh, exactly. and it doesn't, you know, a lot of people get into that, that um, you know, the prepackaged thing. Oh, I just walked to the supermarket, I grabbed this, 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 put it down, we're done, you know. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is you're, you're, you're taking care of people. If, you, if you've got pretty much, uh, it's the, uh, haha, the chicken soup. Well, we'll be no one chicken soup. Yeah. Yeah, we're, Homemade we're, we're, chicken noodle yeah. soup on a snowy Vermont day. Exactly. Not so shabby. Not That's so not shabby. We're, we're actually gonna uh, take a break in a minute, and we're uh, yeah, we're gonna be taking a chicken. Forget about coffee. We do chicken soup. <laughs> chicken soup. It's the new kink way. Anyway, <laughs> so um, I, I think I have a few people who like masturbate to my voice. I've been told. So mm, it's like, no, I just got visions of you spanking me with a wet noodle. So. <laughs> Hey, 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 stroke it enough. It's not, anyway. Uh, <laughs> He's the new Howell Granger. Yeah, the, ooh, the shipping forecast. The shipping forecast. <laughs> Have you seen Black Books? Uh, no, but I, 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 th- I know the thing you're talking about, so yeah. Uh, I know Fraser in, in DC has a great voice, and you know, I know people who like just want him to do the, uh, you know, read the phone book and they'll just masturbate. No. It's like, you know, just start doing the A's and away they go. And, uh, you know, A. Andy, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, so next up, Dove's filibuster. Dove's filibuster. Yeah. Nice. Dove's masturbatory filibuster. I'm not in Wisconsin. Let's not turn this into the labor cast. Although I would love to do that, being being a bit of a political nerd. But uh, so you have. Let's see what else you've got coming up. You've got. Uh, well, uh, we have lots of fun coming up in April. Switch Me is going to do another class. We'll probably focus on an interesting wax and caning technique. Woo-hoo. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun, wax actually. Wax and wax. Wax and wax. Wax on and wax off. And uh, May is going to be KinkyCon, so Vermont's Adult Sexuality Education Group will take a pause and go support KinkyCon. Okay. And then in uh, in June, we just got Dark Teddy Bear to come oh, up okay. and teach. Mr. Pervert himself. Yeah. <laughs> the, the priestliest of the perverts. Oh, hell yeah. And then um, we're very excited. In July, we have Murphy Blue coming up. So Yay, we'll get, Murphy. So we'll get a full yeah, tour Murphy. of New York Rivers in a year. Yeah, see, I, I love Murphy. Murphy in Vermont is going to be hilarious as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. much I would, It would be much more fun to bring him in the winter, I suppose. But <laughs> He'll stand out in the summer. snow. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll be like, wait a minute, there's the one black guy. Where the hell he come from? Where'd he come from? <laughs> Oh, we have, we, there's, there's a few. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> just teasing. I'm just teasing. Vermont is now the second whitest. This state. is true. Although he would probably love to do like you know uh, snow bondage up here. So. Oh, I'm sure he would. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. We, you know, there's no reason we can't have you guys up for second visits. This is this is very true. And on the, uh, on the hopeful list is I'm also working on getting Rigger J up to teach mm-hmm. and Jay Wiseman himself. Woo-hoo. So these are hopes and aspirations. Yes, J, J and J. Yes. Uh, JJ. J, J, Dynamite. Oh, God, no, no. We them both and just call it Dynamite Kink. Uh, let's not So, So there's a reason that I do more of the marketing and planning and you do more of the organization, just wow. saying. Wow. You know, and then don't give Jay any ideas. He might think that's a good idea and then just go, like, Which you know, one? Which one? Yes, yeah, no, no, no. Just like, oh, no, no, no. No marketing for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're talking to a guy who had the, the, the Dynamite 8-track? Nice. Yeah. yeah. Priceless, priceless. Priceless, priceless. Yeah, but uh, so this, it sounds like you have a, a big full schedule. Are you, are you thinking of doing any large events eventually or something like we that? We do. Or? We have goals. I'm currently in the Ooh, process goals. of tracking down Grey Dancer. Who has, Grey, well, contact who's them. Who has who's probably failed. not listening to it at all, even though I, I interviewed him. <laughs> and in his, in his, I gave you Snickers, man. 
two Snickers. You only asked for one. We we dream of having a Vermont Grew. Vermont mm-hmm. really wants to be eaten by a Grew. It's wide open and eager it for a Grew to eat it. It has been pitch black up here for years. <laughs> and suddenly to the left of me, there's a Grew. <laughs> and uh, and we hope to make KinkyCon, actually, Courtney okay. Jane's event, travel through Vermont and New Hampshire a little more. Okay. And become a little more accessible. Well, yeah, it is kind of in the middle of nowhere at the moment. It's uh, Well, of course, it's, it's like an hour from Boston, so it's really getting a lot of that... Mm. That's true. In the Boston true. area, and we'd like to bring it a little more north for the people who, it would, just so it's a little less of a dra- travel, make it more accessible to the northern reaches. That's true. I mean, uh, it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued how, how Neela is now starting to branch out. Yes, because... and we're absolutely talking with Percy and yeah. Ben, the yoga girl, and Neela's been very supportive. Yeah. yeah. Um, they actually, they got us kicked off with our very first month here. Our very first rack shop. They came on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That's right. They did. So, I, yeah, I did not take Ver- Vermont's virginity. And, and oh. It's kind of a little sorry. Because that's how you pre- that's how you originally presented me. Like, we want you to come up and break Vermont's virginity, and then Percy gets it. I'm like, Yeah, okay, sorry, fine. man. You're sloppy thirds. Too. I, you know, okay. I, I, you know, I can deal with that. It's like, at least, you know, but my classes were whiter. So... <laughs> We're already warmed up for you. Yeah, you there can dream us a little harder. Oh, hell yeah. I'm just <laughs> out there, baby. As we were standing there with our tongues out, clips on them, drooling on the hotel floor, <laughs> feet on aluminum foil with tens units attached to it. That was None shit. of this is exaggeration, people. What's this wee shit? Yeah, the well, she was holding onto string. Muse was on the was yeah, was in the hot seat. Yeah, she's a string. <laughs> yeah, she's she's a she's a tough little thing. I mean, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're you're yeah, you can lick the electricity and just giggle, you know. <laughs> and then you get people like that. Uh, for my Nikki in New York is you know he's just a nice young Italian stud kind of character kid, and he's like I I show, I can you. Poke him with my uh, my million volt, uh, um, what you call it? Stun gun. Stun gun. And he just sort of just goes like, yeah, is it on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, since your flight got canceled, we have the chance to take you to the farm store and see, see about getting you a cattle prod. Yes. <laughs> Toys to bring out. Dove gets a cattle prod. Dove gets a cattle prod. Oh, did I give this That's going to be a nightmare away? for Was some people. Was that supposed to be a surprise? No, no. <laughs> That's going to be a masturbatory yeah. nightmare for somebody. For those people listening, no. It's not for you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so, um, <laughs> some people just wet their pants. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I've, I've always... Some people have been wet because they're, yeah, they're in a karate, you know? Yeah, sure, sure, sure yeah. I, I, got, I actually got a very nice, uh, I got a very nice note from somebody I, I used as one of the demos for uh, the bondage mm-hmm. class, actually, already. Oh, delightful. Yeah, they, they really, though... Said, uh, yeah, who doesn't like being tied up? And I'm like, I'm not going to answer that, but thank you so much. I got to actually, I got to send them a very nice note about that. But glad they were bottoming for you. I'm very glad I was bottoming. Actually, that was, she also, I remember she also used her for the, the same girl for the uh, knife class. Uh-huh. And we were doing, um, uh, switch me. Switch me. And, um, it, it, it was night and day. Dichotomy was amazing. That's yeah. Right. Uh, she was not afraid of knives. I mean, she liked the sensuality of it, the, the feel on her skin. Her head was thrown back. She had this blissful grin on her face. Yeah, yeah. And I, I did a little fucked up thing with her, you know, putting the knife over her eye, putting it in her mouth. You know, just my little tricks, but you nothing. You could watch her labia plumping. Yes, yes. Labia. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's such a Purdue moment, you know. And, and the and the and the oven stuff her pop. You know, it's okay. Um, Just take credit for that one. Yeah. I was going to say, that is Dan Fly. I like that. Well, no, just take credit for it. It's fine. No, no, no. It's very much your love. Children, children. <laughs> it was my labia you were talking about, however, the first time. So I, I get some proprietary rights. You can be on it. 
Well, when uh, Switch Me, when I had Switch Me come up, and he's a lovely guy. And Someone who, who's been a knife play top? He's a knife play top, and he has knives. And uh, he, we were talking about later a little bit that he, he was totally surprised by his reaction to it. Mm. I, I'm a scary guy. Anyway, I, I just literally, it wasn't even the sharp knife, really, really sharp. I mean, it was sharp, but it wasn't that sharp. And I just popped out and put it right up next knife, and he was immediately rigid. rigid. And like, rigid. And then he looked down and went, so rigid? He's like, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, but he was absolutely the... the Stop, perf- still terrified. Absolutely perfect oh, yeah. example. And, oh no, Doctor Terrified was when I dropped the knife and put it right into his into under his under his balls and his crotch. Now, he had his pants on, but it was like he literally was looking like he was like about two inches off the floor. I'm mm. not coming down, and it, it was a really good. He was an excellent demo in that sense of the how the how knives can be such a visceral difference for people. Mm-hmm. Some people have, uh, um, you know, either you know. The, they're not afraid of it. Like, you can't kill me. You have yeah. to return me. And other people, it doesn't matter whether they, they're the logic. The logic. It's just, oh my freaking God. The and overriding emotional yeah. reaction is yeah. just so powerful. It's yeah. more bondage mm-hmm. than you would ever do with a physical influence. Exactly. No, no, we, we are wonder on wonderful terms this morning because, because uh, Social Media did pull out his entire knife collection. <laughs> and he's got knives all over the place. And he was showing me some incredibly old knives, including this one really fucked up knife, which I love. Which, oh, the, it, the, the long... Yeah, it's, 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 at first we were trying to figure out exactly what the thing was. It's, 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 a, it's a switch... Not, not switch, it's a... Uh, um, uh, hinge. A hinge knife. And the when you close it, there's still a good six inches of blade sticking out. So it goes from your squirrel killing knife or your squirrel skinning knife. Skinning knife. To and then you undo it and it becomes this, you know, it becomes, you know, my name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> I am, you know, prepared to die knife. Like I mean, it's you. <laughs> yeah, it becomes this small machete. So you go from this knife to, to and you're like, what the fuck? And then Who I suddenly realize you have the, it, it goes in the sheath. So it's a sheath knife and then it becomes a folding mini sword. <laughs> Dagger, yes. Yeah, it's a dueling who dagger. That was a good idea. It's a great idea. But who thought <laughs> that? Someone who went to skin squirrels and defend their father's death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I, 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 this is something I love about the knives because you look at it and you're like going, "Wow!" And they're not the kings when they designed this. Oh, right, they're just windsmen. You know, I'm like, oh my god. So yeah, I, I'd love that knife. It's just like pull it out. Oh wait, you saw it. You saw it. I've and there was like, it's bigger oh. now. It's so, bigger now. I yeah. think that was a brilliant example, Switch Me's demo for you, of no matter how much you know the tool, mm-hmm. you know sure. the scene, yeah. you know you're an experienced king person, sure. you can sure. still be subject to those overriding yes. emotional reactions oh, yeah. of yes. a person and a tool. Yeah, people, you, in many ways, knowing yourself is, is a large part. You know, know thyself mm-hmm. is a large part of this. You know, you, as much as you'd learn to use things on other people, learning your own... Um, rationale with them your own psychology with them actually informs you better for how how it work with other people i mean i have a my, my biggest problem is i'm, I'm uh, i have i have a weird pain tolerance that runs in my family and that things hurt all right you know it does it doesn't bother me it's like uh, a lot of things where you know i'm i know i'm irritated anybody else would probably need be screaming get me to a hospital i'm like mm, you know time to time to talk to to a doctor you know kind of thing uh, so, you know, like I've done uh, whip offs where I have a whip, they have a whip and we're hitting each other. I win. Yeah. It hurts me, but <laughs> doesn't stop <you>. doesn't stop <laughs> me in the slightest. I'm just, I'm just going to keep coming right at you with it. Uh, I actually did this at Lolita years ago. This was actually at the second LLC, the first LLC in DC actually. And they had a, they, we did a special uh, party at the crucible at the time. And Lolita, there was a thing that I started. Uh, out of accent called uh, top, test tops topping tops. Sorry, 
test tops topping test tops topless. Okay. And yeah, well, it, okay, it came out of the During fact. Dr. Seuss, okay. It came out of the fact that uh, Master Jim at one point was asked. Uh, he was a he used to run the uh, dominant men's sig at test, and he was asked, um, "Can dominant men have their tops off? You know, takes your shirts off." He went, "No." Oh. And he, he was joking, actually. You know, he was, but a lot of people people have attitudes, and they're like, "Jim said this." So, <clears throat> uh, went to uh, went to. Uh, one of the BRs and with my significant other, and we, we were there, and there, um, I forgot my boots. I only had my, my uh, Wesco, uh, not Wesco, my, um, my winter boots, uh, big brown, uh, you know, winter boots, and I forgot my big leather boots. And you know when you've got something so built up in you that you want, oh my God, you, you have everything invested mm-hmm. inside, and it's not right. there. I've got my leathers, I've got everything, oh my God, I don't know. And I was so insanely angry, you know. I didn't want to take it out on her, and I didn't want to take it on anybody else. And I just, you know, I stomped out of the room. I'm in my, I'm in my black jeans. I'm in my, uh, my leather, my leather vest. I'm, you know, you know, and I st- a black shirt, and I stomped down to the dungeon. And look, guys, they're getting flogging. You know, he's he does some switching and and uh, from somebody, and I am, you know, I just walk in front of the person. It just fucking hit me. So they start flogging me. So I start flogging Lokai. <laughs> and then somebody comes running and thinks and goes, Wow, Kanga. And they start flogging the girl behind me. And then they start so suddenly we've got this line of people, like about maybe 10, 15 people, all with our tops off, flogging each other. And this became test tops, top, you know, you know, flogging, you know. And we were we so it was, it was, it was uh, uh, topless test tops. Uh, toplessly flogging topless test tops. And we start doing this every year. And I, I, as we're doing this, I, as I relax, I start singing uh, um, uh, road songs. You know, <laughs> you know, I've been working on the road. Whack! <laughs> Whack! You know. So it, we eventually stopped actually doing it because um, one year we heard this whole report about these uh, guys from GMSMA who were doing this whole thing, and it was actually us. And it was just the weird fact that for some bizarre reason, because there was a group of guys and girls all flogging each other in a line, that it had to be the gay group. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, whatever, we've overdone this. But we're at the long short short, we're at the we're at the, the, the thing, and Lolita goes, Hey, let's do test tops, topping test top, uh, topless test tops with single tails. So we, we all grab our uh, single tails and we do this whole round robin. And this gentleman who's in front of me, is, back of me, is laying into my back. And it hurts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, that you're hitting hard. He's like, eh. you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Turn around and I I am a really good whip thrower. I, you know, I, I, I've actually gotten somebody who is a insane, seemingly heavy uh, masochist to literally say for it in three strokes because I was pissed off. And it was just with a, with a light wood... For me, it was a light wrist flick. And they're like, how the hell did you do it? Right. So I turn around, and it's now my turn. And I am just nailing every little freckle on this guy's back. Ah. Yeah. And he's like, that fucking hurts. I'm like, yeah, your point is... Uh, That's the thing with these things. They're painful. Yeah. And it just... It, yeah, so... Sorry, my phone just went off again. I should yep. turn this thing off. iPhones have terrible interference. Yeah. So... Um, so let me put this on, on uh, airplane mode. So yeah, so it was basically um, 
Jones being a pita. You know, it, it was, you know, that that's where that little piece of history came from. And it's, you know, it, it's funny that way. I mean, those little, little things come out in the background and stuff, and people come up with fun, fun little games too. But I, I like I, said, I was saying, I have a, an issue with the, you know, the pain thing where it's, uh, yes, it hurts. So what? And it, it nerves people because they, you know, it's like one of the reasons I don't bottom is because it, I'm not getting any endorphins out of it. I can do, right. you know, people, oh my God, you can take it. I'm like, well, no, I'm going to turn around and kill you. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, I'll get a little endorphin but that's about it. So. And if it's not fun, why do it? Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, but understanding how it works, mm-hmm. you know, um, when people go like, you know, do you know what it's like to be flo- uh, whipped or flocked? I'm like, you better fucking believe it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've, I have two eight-foot uh, black snakes, and I've stood in front of them, and I know exactly what they feel like. So if you're bitching about it hurting too much, you know, I'm not exactly holding much, you know, hope for you at this moment. Well, and those principles yeah. of if it's, if you're going to use a tool, understanding yes. all aspects of that yeah. tool. One of the great things that I love about like Lee Harrington's suspension intensive in Boston mm-hmm. was it didn't matter how you define yourself. You, you did every side. You sure. got tied, you tied. Yeah. Midori's rope intensive does the same thing. Everyone who comes participates on both sides of the right. coin. And in the, in the classes you taught, anyone had the chance to experience any side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with, and I think that there's a lot of value in that. When you're going to sure. use a tool, knowing what it feels like, knowing what it can provoke, you don't have to be a bottom mm-hmm. if you're going to be a good top and understanding your sure. tool thoroughly. Sure, it is. I, I know for like when you're throwing whips, I mean, one of the biggest problems I have when I'm teaching whips is getting people to understand targeting what the other end of the whip is doing. Yeah. And sometimes the best way to understand it is stand in front of it because mm-hmm. you now have this thing flying at your face or your back. And you can feel what that targeting actually means. And targeting, targeting a whip is a very, actually, it's stupidly easy. But again, it's one of those things where you're trying to understand what a little piece of thread that's black is doing, flying through the air. At the speed of sound. Yeah, at the speed of sound. And you can't really see it because you're not sure where it is. And you're not even sure where your muscle memory, your, your eyesight is going to see it. Um, I, I do a, a 102 and a 103 class, which is essentially me studying you throwing a whip and then telling you what your other end is doing and if you just rotate your wrist this way or shift your hand that way you're going to uh, I did I think it was J.P. Bear actually was uh, one of these uh, classes years ago at, uh, at uh, Tess and his, uh, his girl uh, I'm sure he's still with her at the, at the moment um, was a she had been a uh, uh, you know uh, pom-poms, uh, a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. So she had a, and a lot of uh, uh, acrobat stuff like that. So her um, her ability, I mean, she just picked a whip and bang, 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 you know, mm-hmm. insta-expert. Mm-hmm. But, and uh, insta-expert, and he on the hand was, yeah, he's good, but he was he was having a little issue, and I just stood in front of him and said, okay, here's your problem, do this. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, his, he says, holy shit, everything, my, my skill level just jumped up 10 stops. And again, I yeah. really think that brings it back to an experienced teacher. They, mm-hmm. they, right. It's not just knowing how to do it yourself. It's knowing how to identify exactly. what other people are doing and help them learn mm-hmm. and adapt. Well, anyway, I'm going to call this off for the moment because we're about to call it. It's chicken soup time. Yeah, because we, we have chicken soup time. We are, um, we should are, go hunt you a flight. And, and we have to see about getting <laughs> flight back, back on another Enjoy 11 with propellers. You know, <laughs> and we're going to be flying that sucker up somebody's cooch. Anyway, we're... <laughs> Yeah, that just flying came you into New York's coach, is that it? Yeah, something like that. Well, you know, it's a big blue. It's a big blue Enjoy Eleven that just has those big props spinning. And yeah, so uh, otherwise they're stuck with me up here, and it's not going to be good. So um, we'll come back with you. I uh, hope you know. We'll we'll talk about it. Ah, tongue's called down. Um, 
you know, we're going to sign off for the moment and I hope you're enjoying this. And uh, we'll probably be back a little bit later, a little bit later, talking more slowness while we're waiting because I'm going to be here probably another day at this rate. So anyway, thank you all. And uh, Oh, did we mention that actually this was a plot to ransom Dove? (laughs) I've got the shackles already. The basement's prepped. Right. I see. The sodium pentothal in the soup will take care of uh, resistance issues. Yes, yeah, the, the plot thickens. <laughs> so, Kingster's yeah. struggling for organizations to sustain. Ransom is our new fundraising. I right. see. Sell Dove to the highest bidder. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and 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 as I as I uh, as I sign off for the moment in the deepest heart of Calcutta. <laughs> You know, and I'm sent yes. to a tiger cage to service people. Stop um, sounding so excited. <laughs> yeah, it does actually. I was thinking about wanting to do tiger cages, but yeah, you know, look at the Gold Coast. Look it up. It's really evil. We just won't go there. But anyway, we're going to turn off now, and uh, we'll we'll be back later. And that's the Vermont podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, a little bit of slice of life and other silliness, all fun things on a uh, snowy beginning to be very snowy, very, very snowy, uh, Vermont uh, afternoon, morning, actually, waiting for the airplane. Uh, we'll find out whether it was flying or not. And um, I ended up getting stuck there for two extra days. Had a lot of fun. Uh, Madeline, Dan, and Swishmi were absolutely wonderful hosts. I cannot recommend them enough in that respect. And uh, they have a really good event and very good people. Uh, a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun teaching uh, everybody, everyone had a lot of fun, and just you know, all good. You know, I, I, I like um, I like when you can give uh, put a smile on people's face and they're learning something in class. It's kind of becoming what was it coming? It's a bit of a kink of mine, and I guess uh, teaching, and uh, definitely got a good fix up there uh, with some very good people. So. I'm going to have to do a little, little extra um, housekeeping here since I am catching up. Uh, one, I said in the earlier part of the, this cast that you know Rope Camp is coming up. That's in August. Uh, please uh, check it out if you're into rope. Uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. We're in August. Uh, it is a rope camp. Uh, just like it says, we will be at a, you know, a summer camp. You know, if you ever had those fantasies of tying up the counselor in the woods, this is the place for it. Uh, it's going to be a delightfully focused event. Uh, just a whole mess of kinksters in the woods with lots and lots of uh, rope and all the rope possibilities you can think of. Lots of trees, lots of grass. There's a pool. Uh, <clears throat> some great uh, bunks. Oh, God, I... I or are you thinking of like a bunk bed bondage has got to happen at some point. Um, I also got a very nice uh, note from somebody I met recently who um, I tied up, uh, did a nice suspension on. Uh, they sent me a uh, email on FET. And by the way, if you don't know my uh, FET uh, address is D-O-V. You, really easy to get to. Yes, you can have three letters. And anyway, she, uh, she uh, contacted me and asked me if um, rope camp was going to be good for you know people who like being tied up versus people who want to tie. And well, yeah, of course it is. 
you're looking at an event with a whole mess of people who are going to be wanting to tie people up. So therefore, if you want to be tied up <clears throat> concurrently, this would be a pretty darn good place to, to do so. Uh, and I'm being a little flip there, but you know, seriously, we're, we're definitely going to be having classes for uh, people who want to be in rope as well as for people who um, you know wish to do the tying. And, you know, just like ShibariCon, which, you know, I've been involved with for quite a number of years, uh, because it's such a focused event, it's, these kind of events are not like any other kind of events. Uh, you're, you know, they're not general style kind of kink events where you're pretty much there to, you know, you know pick people up. You know, picking people up here is kind of incidental. I mean, you're probably going to do it, but you're here for the rope. And, you know, you go to other kink events like BR or Test Fest. Um, you know, the classes are kind of, well, they're, they're entertaining. They're secondary. You're there really for the party. Um, and while we'll definitely have a party here, it's, you're here for the rope. And, yeah, <clears throat> there'll be a lot of people with rope who want to tie people up. There'll be a lot of people who... Um, want to uh, do it just to tie people up. There'll be people want people to tie to tie up for uh, classes. Uh, figure you've got a way large breadth of a breadth of uh, national presenters who all have her open. We're probably looking for somebody bendy to tie up if they don't have somebody. And it's a weekend, you know, long weekend event, a couple of day event. Uh, do check it out in terms of how long a day event. Uh, where you're you're in a full immersion, uh, full immersion kind of uh, uh, environment because you're away at summer camp. There are no waiters. There are no. There's no outside. There's no Starbucks down the street. <clears throat> and uh, that's a that's a very different kind of environment, and it's going to be a blast. Uh, I I've done Burning Man in the past, and you know it's it's on that level. I mean, if you do Pensick, any of these kind of large you know, immersive events. When you, you leave them, you know, you get back on Monday and you're, you're in your job and you're like, oh, yeah, I can't just drop my pants here. I have to wear clothing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's very dislocating once you get out of that because it's that much fun. So, yeah, please check that out. And also, I've just started doing some classes uh, for... Kink Academy, uh, kinkacademy.com. Uh, please also check those out. I've done a flogging dem, a flogging series of flogging classes, and also um, uh, some uh, bits and pieces on rope. Uh, so the uh, you know the flogging videos were a lot of fun to do. Uh, Callie's got a great crew. Uh, actually, ran up there yet in another snowstorm to Boston. Uh, my timing this year has been kind of abysmal, but we got some really good stuff in the can. And we've been getting a lot of good feedback from it, so please go check them out. If you haven't uh, if you haven't uh, joined Kink uh, Academy, I highly, highly recommend it. Uh, some great uh, presenters. Uh, if you can't see, you can't travel to see them, they're there, and you can watch the ep you know, watch the videos again and again and again. So please do check those out. I believe I'm you know, kinkacademy.com forward slash D-O-V. I could be wrong, but I think that is. If not, just <clears throat> go to the site and you can look me up on the uh, roster of uh, teachers. 
I'm also looking to do uh, some classes for her, for some videos for her on um, Freaking Academy, uh, on uh, whip throwing. Anyone's taken my whip classes or has seen me throw, uh, I think you th think you might think I know something about that, and I think you'll enjoy those. I've uh, been in the process of breaking those down so they'll fit into uh, nice little segments for the uh, for the videos. And uh, think about it. You know, one of my whip classes, if you've ever been there, you know, broken down, you can watch it again and again and again. You're going to love it. That's not up yet because we haven't shot it yet. That's that's uh, something I have to still uh, arrange with Kali. But the uh, the stuff that's already there, uh, which is the flogging and the rope, uh, please do enjoy. Give us feedback if you, if you can. And uh, that's basically it. Uh, you know, a little homework, a little... Uh, end stuff for for this podcast itself uh if you've got any questions uh if you like anything i'm talking about uh if you have uh questions about rope rope bondage uh just want to drop me a line and say hi or you like what i'm doing please feel free to do so and you know i like to hear from people i i reasonably communicative that's what i've been told uh you can either get me through uh, FetLife. Uh, FetLife profile is D-O-V. Uh, you can get me through the uh, my Washi site, which is dove at washi-nawashi.com. Got to have that dash in there. Does screw up a few people. Uh, there's also a form on the site if you want to just use that to write me a note. And, um, you know, hey, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, Hope to hear from you soon. If there's anybody also, if there's anybody you'd like to hear me interview, uh, please let me know. And um, you all have a good, good day. Take care. <laughs>